Okay, I think I know what I can't wrap my head around. I know what I can't wrap my head it's around. It's super basic, but that's um, okay. Sometimes I feel like being a basic bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to all my girls that live in their truth and they are basic bitches. All the bitches, bitches out there say, ow, ew. The girls that get it, get it. <laughs> the girls <laughs> that don't, don't. Don't. Basic will get you far. I don't care what the people say. I'm looking real big. I have no, y'all get natural face today. Same here. That's why I got these glasses on. Natural face, because I'm about to be with a lot of makeup on next week. I did a uh, like a mud mask thing today. You liked it? I did. I got it from um, the little one ninety nine package from Target. It was a cooling one. Mm. Ooh, my skin feels so good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'm like becoming a face care girl. Listen, I, I know that you have that face steamer, and I kind of like. Dang, I think I want one. I get you one. I think I want one. You got a face team, mm-hmm. so I got. So okay, how do what's the when you doing your your like your skincare in the morning? Do you face team every day? No, I pretty much face team like like twice a week. Okay, because I think that's a lot. Like sometimes I'll be like, y'all be dragging it. Yeah, your face is not that dirty. You haven't gone anywhere. So are you face steaming like before you like? What, after you've like washed it or like what's mm-hmm. the pro- okay so I wash my face and then I'll use exfoliator and while I'm exfoliating I'll put the steamer on oh you know what I'm saying yes, like because yes, yes. this face steamer mine goes for you can do like three to six minutes I always just do the six minutes because it's relaxing mm-hmm. so while I'm exfoliating I'll rinse that off and just let the rest of it just happen then toner Mm-hmm. Then serum. Oh, you use serum. I do. I, I told you, I'm, I'm becoming. Oh, a, you really are. You're deep. You're deep in toner, wow. serum, moisturizer. Uh huh. Eye drops for me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I do have eye patches. You got the eye patches too. Yeah, but I don't. How do you feel? Let's 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 be real. Okay, so here's my beef with eye patches. Okay, first of all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My beef with eye patches is they really only come like two a pack. I know. And they're not reusable. I was just about to ask that. Yeah, uh, no, they're not. And I really like the last time I went to Ulta, I asked, I was like, do y'all got like one that y'all can put in the freezer? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? No. I was like, so I'm just supposed to buy this one pack. Yeah. Use it for 20 minutes and throw them out. Yeah. That's my And beef. does it come like dipped in like some type of oil or whatever? Or Sometimes whatever? they do have like aloe vera or, you know, whatever it is mm-hmm. that's supposed to be under your eyes, but Okay, I, I, I'm asking you so many questions right now. No, okay. So what are the patches supposed to do? Are they supposed to like depuff? Depuff, tighten, oh. you know, especially if you got like those... Like bags and whatever. Yeah. yeah. You have a, there, There's this thing I saw it on. Somebody was using it. The girl, it was it was like this little device thing and she filled it up with water mm-hmm. and put it in the freezer and it's like, and it be like and it, once it freezes, you can just use it as a big, like a big uh, chapstick looking tube thing and just rub the ice on your face instead of having to... I think I know what you're talking about, and if that's because I need to go on Amazon and get one mm-hmm. because I thought about getting one, but I'm not, I don't really have deal with puffiness like that on my face. I, I don't I don't either. It just kind of goes with the skin. Oh oh, so you just so you wasting your money. I get the eye patches. I got the mask. Like what is it? Tony Mo Tony Tony Moly, his face mask. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So good. Okay. Okay. So good. Okay. Listen, just tell me when you want to go to Ulta and we'll go. I need to go. Ooh, I need to go to Ulta because I need to get some more shampoo. I use Melanin Hair Care for my hair. Oh, okay. I love the brand. I love Melanin Hair Care. Well, I'll show you when when we're done. Yeah. But yeah, I love the brand. Like, please, like, I will take that trip to Ulta. I haven't been to Ulta in so long. I need new makeup and everything anyway, girl. That's why I ain't been wearing makeup, y'all, because I ran out of film. I don't get makeup from Ulta. It's literally just skincare. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like, oh, I'm over here. (laughs) 
and I never go to the skincare section in Ulta. That's where I'm. That's where really? I'm at. Really? Because I'm super basic. I get you know. I, I use Cerave. I know the the, the estheticians are like, who? I don't think there's anything wrong with Cerave. First of all, because they have sunscreen in it. Like their daily moisture. Their daily moisture is not bad. It's not. Listen, I got. I use the nighttime and the and the daytime. I got both of them because I just you know my skin is. I don't have difficult skin. So why make the process more difficult than I needed to? So you sound like my mom, because like, so my dad bought her like a whole self care kit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he went into Ulta. I was proud of him. Aww. Went Ulta, asked a girl to help. He Facetimed me, of course. Uh huh. Was like, here. Yeah. Oh my god. So. Oh my god. Got her all the stuff. So before Sean Jay's wedding, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let's do your phase. And she was, yeah, her. She was like, she didn't like it. She said it's a lot for her to do every day. I said, no, it's not. Like, you have to protect your skin. Put the serum on. Yes. Make sure you got your moisturizer with the sunscreen, especially it's getting hot out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's okay. If she don't use it next time I go over there, I'm just going to take it because I could use the serum. <sighs> serum junkie over here. You'll have to tell me about serums and stuff. I'm telling you. You have to put me on because I don't know. I, I, I don't... use Urban Skin RX. And... I heard... Ooh, I heard... Yeah, I heard, but I don't care. Okay. Well, as yep. long as you know. Yep. For those who don't know, Urban Skin RX used to be black. It was never black owned, as a matter of fact. And honestly, if you go on their website, like, because I went to the website one time, I was like, mm-hmm. let me see. And I didn't see, yeah. I saw a few, but no. But I think the marketing is like targeted towards black people, I guess, or whatever. That's it's what really I've heard. It's just like the models. Like, they mm-hmm. use different models, but it's not like, you know, the bottle is brown. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Jergens Lotion? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I still buy Jergens Lotion. <laughs> It works. It works, and it's on sale. And it's <laughs> but like Urban Skin RX, I be like, I saw, I saw the video, and I was just like, oh well, dang, my skin looks good, so I'm gonna continue. I, and you know what? I feel that. I think we should start the show. All right, let's get it going. Yeah. <laughs> we did all that smack talking, saying we're not a beauty podcast, and what did we just do? Talk about beauty for the last six minutes. Well, oh well, you'll be all right. What is happening? What's popping? I'm your girl Sierra T. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. We wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so two announcements. One announcement. I got I'm getting it right this time. We will not have an episode next week. No. And this one will be late. But at least you're getting it. Yeah. You know? It'll be fine. You know, this is what happens when you don't leave reviews. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to be salty if I check my phone later. And it's so it's like I want to check right now, but I'm not. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, save, I'll save the salt for later. <laughs> I will save the salt for later. Oh, gosh. All right, y'all. We don't have a long list at all. Mm-hmm. This might be a really quick show for us. And I think it's, I think we deserve because the last two episodes have been extremely heavy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you guys deserve it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's been a lot. It has it's been, been a, a lot. lot so. Yeah. And it's been mostly, how you say the, the city's name? U- Uvalde. U- it's been mostly Uvalde updates, and mm-hmm. we don't know, we don't really want to bog y'all down with that. No. And we really don't know what is true and also what is Ooh. not true. So. Which is wor- which, which is the bad part. Right. So, um, you know, maybe in our next episode when we come back in two weeks, like, maybe we'll have, like, some concrete info info for you guys. Um, Hopefully, we'll have another mass shooting to report. Prayers up. For real. For real. Um, but anyway, let's get into it, sis. What can't you wrap your head around? Okay. 
I can't wrap my head around Normani giving announcements about singles. Sis, drop the album. Enough. Oh my god. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I can't wrap my head around it. Oh my god. I like Normani. I think she's a talent. And at this point, it's like, do I just need to be in A&R because... Probably. Somebody do. She needs a better team. Because I'm just like, what was Wild Side? That was last year. Damn, was it? So, and you're just now dropping another single? What are we doing here? She's been promising an album for a really long time. I can't wrap my head around. I got so annoyed. I was strolling on Twitter, and it was like, new single dropping Friday. Like, girl... But yeah, what is going on? What is the label, the team? Is it her? Like, what is it? At this point, it's like, I don't care anymore. It's, it's just. Oh, Normani, girl. And I, I just want, I want, I want an album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want an album. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I, enough with the singles. Chloe going to drop her, her her debut album for Normani. <laughs> <get one. laughs> yeah, they both, are they on like a track to, to race each other with these singles okay. that they keep releasing? I don't care what y'all say about Chloe. Chloe is giving us content. She is. She's dropping singles. She's dropping OnlyFans looking videos. And she's still giving us Instagram lives at the same time. I ain't mad at sis. I think it might be easier for her to drop, because she makes her own beats and stuff. And she sings her own backgrounds and whatnot. Oh. She's a she's a producer. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then, Normani, get Chloe on your team. Do something here because I don't understand it. I'm, I just can't Ooh, wrap my head around it. I think that would be kind of cute. Wouldn't it be? Ooh, a little Chloe and Normani. Yeah, about the same uh, mashup. Like, come yeah. on, now, let's, let's go. The video would be super sexy. Introduce her to Beyonce. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> something. But if you if you announce uh, another single again, she needs a whole new team. She needs a whole new team. <sighs> and oh. I'm I'm available. I will help. I'm such a music person. I will help. You should slide in her DMs. Don't slide in her DMs. Then she'll probably block you. No, I'll be nice about it. But you know, you know, people be, be hella sensitive. You might need to just like work going work for the label. Like be like, listen, here's my ten step plan Child. to get Normani where she needs to be. Y'all know I hop in somebody's DM. I thought about hopping in Kim Kardashian's DMs because, like, you know, with her law school situation, I was like, I could use a law school sponsor. I talk about it all the time, oh and I heard God. she's very nice. I heard she is very nice. So I'm just like, hey. Then maybe that, maybe you should you maybe you I'm, should I'm jump in. I'm a little her. inspired. You, you, maybe you should. You and know? Uh, she seems to be really helping black people right now. If you don't if you can just spare a couple thousand. She can't. Well maybe just, I don't know, she got four kids, so things might be a little tight. I don't think so. She got Hulu checks. Oh, shoot, that's checks. right. I keep forgetting they Skims got Kim's is still doing it. So Oh yeah. I yeah. think she can put me through law school. Yeah. If you're watching this, Kim, holla at me. Damn. Think Kim is watching this? Listen, you never, at this point, <laughs> you're right. You never know who's watching who. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> at this point, that would be funny as hell. That would, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great for you. Yeah. If I got a DM, like, hey, I watched your podcast. I was like, oh, shit. What? And she probably heard me talking shit, too. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, but we over here with the law school. Yeah, she, she wants to law. This ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the law school. I really hope, you know. If you, I want to help the same people you trying to help. If Kim is watching, I really, and, you know, I hope you help my sis out. That's all. That's all I'm asking. That's all. That's it. <laughs> what can't you wrap your head around, sis? Everything. Oh, okay. Everything. I get that. <laughs> I feel that. Everything we talked about earlier. <laughs> I feel that. I do. I feel it. Ga- no, gas is really is my thing. Like, Sunday, mm-hmm. when I was doing all that driving, mm-hmm. and I got back, and so gas tank, like, you know, the dashboards now be like, you got 35 miles left of gas. Right. That was exactly what I had left when I got back from from your house on Sunday. I don't, 
And I had a full tank that day. Damn. I, I filled the tank up. I'm not going nowhere for the rest of the year, dog. I'm not mad. I understand it. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going nowhere because I didn't realize gas had jumped to four. I thought it was still at three. Oh, yeah, no. It's getting to five. I looked and it was like 429. That's when we got to go do virtual because $5 get uh-uh. Like, no. that, that's... It, like, uh, it cost me $70 to fill up the other day. I believe it. $70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you ever watch your gas and you like, yo. Yo. Like, chill out. That happened to me one day where I, it kept filling up. I wanted to stop at 30 and the, the clip got stuck and I'm like, you got to unlock. I don't want to go over this number. <laughs> I don't want to go over Child. 30. Now I pay 32.65 because I could, and that's making me mad because the number not even, like, it's, <laughs> it's too much, bro. Like, <laughs> It makes me upset. You know what I'm saying, right? You'd be like, I wanted to stop it. <laughs> Why couldn't it stop at like 32, 22? You know, oh it's like, some no. Oh my God. You know, 32, 10, so it could be 3, 2, 1, 0. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know somebody out there feel me, but no, I'm just. I wish you were that. <laughs> because it makes me mad. That's how I thought we was watching Turner Red. I was like, why the group. What was, the, what was the group? Y'all, we made Sherelle watch Turning Red. Me and Simone, we made her watch it this weekend, and she didn't like it. No, I, I liked it. It was cool. I thought it was, I thought it was, it was a, a great movie. I thought it was a good message. It was super cute. But the cute. group had four four people. Five people, but it was called Four Town. Yeah, I don't like that. It's just, you're thinking too hard about it, okay? I was like, uh-oh. It's a, and it's a fact that y'all know me, because Simone was like, that's bothering you. I was like, it is. <laughs> it's bothering me a lot, because I don't. I don't get it. Turning red is great. Um, it was e- cute. Even though AAPI month is over once this episode comes out, happy AAPI to all our uh, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders out there, listeners. We really greatly appreciate you. Absolutely. And happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Be who you are. For real, for real. For real, for real. All right, sis. Let's get into this quick show that we about to have. Yeah. We're going to jump right into it. Sis sent, sold me this um, campaign ad for Charles Booker, who is in Kentucky. Yes. He is running for Senate, right? Mm-hmm. He's the first black um, Democratic. D- Democratic candidate to run for a Senate in mm-hmm. Kentucky. Yeah. So let's take a look at this clip, his ad. The pain of our past persists to this day. In Kentucky, like many states throughout the South, lynching was a tool of terror. It was used to kill hopes for freedom. It was used to kill my ancestors. Now, in a historic victory for our Commonwealth, I have become the first black Kentuckian to receive the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate. My opponent, the very person who compared expanded health care to slavery. The person who said he would have opposed the Civil Rights Act. The person who single-handedly blocked an anti-lynching act from being federal law. The choice couldn't be clearer. Do we move forward together? Or do we let politicians like Rand Paul forever hold us back and drive us apart? In November, we will choose healing. We will choose Kentucky. Ooh. 
That sound drives me insane. With the uh, rope and the... Yeah. Very powerful campaign ad. Extremely powerful. Um, you know, it actually came across my timeline now that I'm thinking about it on TikTok, and I was like, I'm not in the mood to watch this mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. didn't know, and I didn't know what it was, and I was like, I can't do this right now. Right. Um, right. But a very powerful campaign ad. I mean, Kentucky is known for being a red state, right? Oh it's, my god! It's it never had a. Oh, it's like, never been like a purple, has it? Stained in red. Damn. Stained in red. This Mitch is, McConnell oh. is their head person. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought um, I, I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was a really great way um, to talk about a issue that seems to like not really be talked about like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a couple of comments. Some people that like you know like it seems like they live in Kentucky, and I thought that perspective was interesting. Basically, they were saying it was like. We hear you, but Kentucky is also like the leading state in drugs, drug abuse, different things. Like those are some of the things that they kind of want to see yeah. him talk about. Um, but it's a long road to November. Mm. So I, I got what they were saying. But when you say like, what do you mean? Like they don't want like in terms of this campaign ad? Yeah, kind of like, you know, we kind of wish that you would have talked about something else other than the history of lynching. But they didn't get it. It's like, I'm trying to get y'all to get this man out of here because he's not making, he doesn't want, mm-hmm. basically he doesn't want civil rights mm-hmm. to to thrive. You right, know what I mean? So right. it's like, we can't have that or we can continue to have lynching because basically that's what uh, Rand Paul was saying. Like, you know what? Let's kind of go back to the old ways. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, hanging somebody from a tree every now and then. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can, I think I can I think I can kind of understand you know people wanting to see other things in campaign ads, mm-hmm. but here's the thing, right? Like, there's a website, <laughs> right? He has a website, yeah, and you can easily go on and see how he um what kind of policies he believes in um and wants to follow. Yeah, you know, I think when we when we think of campaigns, and this is this might also be another problem that we can talk about, like. People see campaigns and that's like, oh, oh, this is this is it. Ooh. Like that's it. Like this is why I'm voting for this person, or this is why I won't vote for this person. They don't do their research. And we talk about this all the time, but you need to be doing your research. Do your research. Like that campaign is very powerful, but I might go onto Charles Booker website and be like, oh man, you know, he wants to cancel avocados and I'm pro avocado. Right. Like Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So avocados Avocados are gross, but I was just <laughs> avocados was the first thing that came to my mind. No, I got, I I'm got sorry. You. No, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But yeah, I mean, you can. You, I don't know. I, when when people say I don't know, like you, you yeah. can just go do the research instead of complaining. Like, you, you know, like yeah, I could be like, oh, let me just go to CharlesBooker.org or whatever and see what you know what his policies policies are. It's mm-hmm. really that easy. We all have the internet right at the thing at the tips of our fingers, exactly. like exactly. The answer literally is in your phone, yeah. okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, but very powerful ad. Um, I, I, oh man, Kentucky, it's Kentucky, but like, I really want to be hopeful for him, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, has Kentucky ever shown any progress in terms of being blue in the past? Not if it don't got nothing to do with uh, University of Kentucky basketball. Oh damn! I mean, let's let's be honest here. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> That's Damn. just the truth. Damn. It's either, you, you know, University of Kentucky is blue. You mm-hmm. got Louisville, which is red. But, <laughs> um, yeah, like, Kentucky is, is, a, is a basketball state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, people are like, you know, they're also the leading state when it comes to drug abuse and just no economic growth and, mm-hmm. you know, just poverty. Yeah. So... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe, and maybe who, who's to say there won't be another campaign ad where he addresses that? Oh, so this is one of the, <clears throat> the better campaigns that we've seen. I mean, y'all, all the campaign ads, mm-hmm. and y'all still sitting here voting for Dr. Oz <sighs> in Pennsylvania. Y'all literally made J.D. Vance, y'all representative, mm-hmm. I mean, your nominee in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Herschel Walker <clears throat> in Georgia I don't. I don't know. I was talking to my mom yesterday, and we was talking about the Dr. Oz campaign ad, and she was like, she just thought it was interesting that all, I'd be like, Oprah put all her money behind all these different white people, <laughs> and look and look at. I'm gonna go. And look at like and look at what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that, that that's another conversation for another day. But I'm just like, I mean, woo. The signs had to be there way before all of this, right? Well, let's think about it. Were they people? I hate to say this. We don't know. Okay, yes, we don't know Dr. Oz on a personal level. People, people not to play together. Look at Donald Trump. Look at Donald Trump. I mean, and I just, I guess I can just speak. Of- from that standpoint, mm-hmm. from from a New York mm-hmm. standpoint, it was like, oh, Donald Trump, the Trump Towers, he's just this great guy, and he's rich, and he's on this TV show and that TV show. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, okay, great. Then he gets in the office, and it was like, who's this guy? Or is that literally the guy the whole time? He's just playing the game. See, I never really paid attention to Trump before elections. Mm-hmm. But I think that comes from me not being in a major city where, like, he has a Trump Tower or anything yeah. or, or, or whatnot. So my 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 thought about Donald Trump before that was like, man, this come over is wild. Yeah. This is, I mean, the Trump Towers was like, that's like a tourist, a tourist thing. Like, people yeah. literally would go and stand in front of the Trump Tower, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, take pictures because it was just, you hear that name and it's like, oh, he's just this wealthy, cool guy. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But, I mean, in terms of Oprah and, like, sitting mm. down with Oz and th- deciding to give him a show, like, I don't know, dog. Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, Phil. Rachel Ray. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's somebody else, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like we're missing somebody, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nonetheless. Dr. Phil, the only one that's kind of chill. Yeah. He just, yeah. He just, he just be yelling at people. But he I mean, I like true. Rachel Ray. Has she done anything? Uh, I heard she's not really a nice person, and her dog food is the worst of the worst. Oh man! They said like, do not. I have not seen one person that is into dogs that says, like, oh yeah, like use Rachel Ray's dog food. They're like, that's the worst food you can ever give to your dog. Besides, like, uh, Purdue, uh, Purdue. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, P- P- Purina. Purina mm-hmm. and um, the other one. Worst dog food you can get your dog. Dang. So. Mm-hmm. Dang. And it makes sense. Like, she cooks human food. Or why? why? Yeah, well, yeah, that is weird that she has What a... makes you know about what a German mm-hmm. shepherd likes mm-hmm. to eat? Mm-hmm. Weirdo. Um, let's move on to the next topic here. Weirdos. NC Lieutenant Governor speaks at the 
NRA. Yeah, what, we, it, we're not sure where he was at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But listen to his random comments after 19 children were killed. Oh, my God. Well, I tell anybody. I don't have, I got them AR-15s at home, and I like to go target shooting and all that, but that's not what they're there for. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm probably not supposed to say it, but <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. I got them AR-15s in case the government gets too big for its britches. Because I'm going to fill the backside of them britches with some lead. I'm going to just say it to you. I'm going to say it to you plain. Your boy ain't going down without, he ain't going down without swinging. Um, what? So again, was his name Mark Robinson? Mark Robinson. The North Carolina Lieutenant Governor. Is it, oh wait, no, that's, I'm thinking of a different state. Never mind. Um, this video came on our timeline because our actual governor (laughs) tweeted, um, and he said some stuff. Hold on. He actually said. Where is my stuff? Oh, there it is. It's all right. He said, this is dangerous and not who we are as patriotic North Carolina, uh, North Carolinians. Mark Robinson's assault weapon threats are bad enough, but an elected official sworn to uphold the Constitution advocating violent overthrow of our government shames North Carolina and puts our safety and our democracy at risk. Correct. Correct. Because the last thing I would be expecting the lieutenant governor to just say, but I'm a... He said, I'm going to put some lead in their britches. That's what he said. It, it, it looks like he was at a church. If he was at the NRA <clears throat> com, uh, convention, you very well know that obviously nobody was there because the silence was craziness. So just. I mean, but the. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The NRA frustrates me. Like to know and and the fact that we cannot seem to get a grip on that, it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like because it's be, and it's because money is inter, you know is in this situation as well, and money unfortunately talks way more than people's lives do. Ooh, that's the bad part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I, I'm not going to go on the rant that we went on last 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 week, but any other country, any other country would have shut this down. Canada is literally working through legislation to ban <coughs> handguns, like literally as we speak. Right there, Canada, Drake and Justin Bieber and oh. them home. Right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why is it, and it's amazing like kind of touching on Uvalde, mm-hmm. like it's amazing how all of these elected, not elected officials, mm-hmm. but you know, the sheriff's department, the NRA chair, uh, uh, chair board chairperson or whatever. He was on the board of committee. All these questions are being asked. Why do you feel an 18 year old needs an AR 15 assault weapon quickly? And nobody can answer the question. The, uh, Uvalde sheriff's department, 
why do you feel like this is not your fault? Literally, that's what somebody from CNN was asking him, and he could not answer the question. Because it is their fault. It's your fault. Take some accountability. You have to take accountability. And Mark Robinson, you making marks like this, you're, and you're, you're saying all this because this happened in Texas. If this happened in North Carolina, mm-hmm. then what? Yeah. Like, you, you just... Like Governor Cooper, and it makes me really sad that he's not going to be able to be our governor much longer, Mm -hmm. but hopefully there's somebody out there with his same mentality that would be able to replace him. But he he said, all right, you have no place getting up on on stage with the pastor's cloth doing all this. Child. You You saw him with the pastor's cloth? I did. I did. Like, man, get out of here. Looking a hot-ass mess. You look a hot mess. You sound a hot Mm -hmm. mess. And clearly your audience really wasn't paying you no attention or agreeing with you. I mean, it was, a, it was a few whoops and wild eyes out there. Yeah, like, man, I just... I hate it. I hate it. Absolutely ridiculous. Somebody Can, he, can somebody fire him? That's a good question. Because didn't the New York lieutenant governor get fired for some... some uh, yeah, but that was because he was doing some fraud shit. I wouldn't be surprised if he was doing... Some, look at how he talked. I'm supposed to be surprised if he was doing some fraud stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, I need Cooper to look into him. Somebody need to look into him. Somebody. Because it's getting sus. Very. Um, last political thing here on the list. We didn't talk about this because we missed it. But mm. Beto O'Rourke said, he said, I'm, I'm pulling up. So this was last week. Uh, and what is the name of that state? You, that city. Why can I keep? Why can Uvalde. I, Uvalde. I want to say Oofdale Uf, so bad. I get it because of the way it's spelled. I get it. <laughs> I you, get it. Uvalde. So um, what was this? This, the, this was the governor, right? Yeah. So Greg Abbott. Gre- oh, fucking Greg Abbott. Yeah. Greg Abbott. And friends, okay, okay, literally, we're on stage having a uh, talking about whatever, and Beto O'Rourke, O'Rourke pulls up and he's like, "You'll see. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna show this clip." Uh, pass the mic to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. Get out of line. Shooting is right now, and you're doing nothing. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to this over. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. He called him a sick SOB for coming here to talk about that. No, what's sick is that you guys have decided to not take accountability for what's going on, talking about it is what it is. And then going to blame mental health. Now you want to talk about mental health? And who is that big motherfucker on the side anyway? Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. Who? Because I would have been like, who is you, big boy? Because you noticed the lieutenant governor or the governor was just like. Yeah, they were shook and they weren't, not, they weren't saying nothing. Who was you over there? You standing up. You got a cane. I'll knock the wind out of you right now. Like, seriously. Like, honestly, I'm still extremely disgusted at Texas for not voting Beto O'Rourke into that seat. Y'all literally picked Greg Abbott. I, and I don't even know why. But if you're one, if you're saying something, we need a governor who's gonna fight for us, that's the type of energy you need right there. Absolutely. Somebody that's like, you know what? Enough of this nonsense. I'm pulling up. 
I don't need no bodyguards. I don't. Mm-hmm. You, he walked up there by himself. Yep. And Beto O'Rourke was the reason that I even found out that there was going to be an NRA conference that Friday in that state. Talk and about it, it. You know, I didn't know about that. Talk about it. Talk about it. You're elected. And the reason that you didn't really know about it is because all your elected officials were set to talk there. Uh, Ted Cruz, Greg Abbott. Or I think even Mark Robinson was set to uh, talk at the NRA convention. Donald Trump. All that was supposed to be there. Meanwhile, the one that you didn't vote into office is out there with the people where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. If y'all don't vote for Beto O'Rourke in uh, November, I think that's when, I, I, whenever. Yeah. Because we can't vote for him. We can't. We would. I would. But, I mean, that's the type of energy you need in an elected official because this is just absolutely insane. Texas is a garbage state. Uh, it's a it's a clusterfuck. It is a mess. Texas, it is a mess. Texas is a mess. Greg Greg Abbott is uh, irresponsible. He is he does not hold ac- accountability. He is not a good governor or a person. If you ask that, yeah. I want. Are you are you have you talked to any of the families of these nineteen children of these two adults that were killed? Child, are you attending any of the funerals? Are you doing anything? Oh, that's too many funerals for you to attend. Uh, like they going to fought in prayer, prayer us to death. I don't know if you. So there was a. So I don't know if you follow the Good Liars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Good Liars is just two white men who go around pretty much heckling mm-hmm. this type of stuff. And one of them, I followed him on TikTok because I'm just a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm just a fan. Mm-hmm. One of them actually went to the NRA convention and Ooh. got up to the mic. <laughs> I saw you know that. Yes. It was like, you know, the CEO, your thoughts and prayers, that's what we need. And I want, and it, he was naming, it was the way he did it. He mm. was just like, you know, Buffalo. He named all these things that are happening, but your thoughts and prayers. And we thank you. And everybody was kind of like, yeah, they didn't, I don't think they caught the they sarcasm. They didn't catch, they didn't catch the sarcasm. Yeah, their thoughts and prayers is, I mean, Thank you. But your thoughts and prayers are not doing nothing for yep. these grieving parents who got to bury their 10-year-olds. Mm. 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 Not only is one of the teachers dead, her husband died too. A broken heart syndrome. A broken heart. That shit is real. Broken heart syndrome. So mm. now that's four kids, because mm. they have four kids, that are burying mm. both of their parents Woo! for no reason. Mm. Other than the fact that you want to put assault rifles, rifles in the hands of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With no background check, no nothing. No just nothing. here, guns for everybody. This is so frustrating, man. And it's like they're not good. They, they don't care about. They don't care about what we're saying. And it really has to like. Oh, I just need the Democrats to play dirty. I really need the Democrats to play dirty. I think it's. I do. I feel like with with this between Buffalo, Uvalde, shoot, there was a shooting at a high school graduation in uh, Louisiana mm-hmm. at Xavier University. Mm-hmm. Just like. I'm hoping, I'm hoping and I'm praying that, to your point, that they just decide to, like, all right, it's, it's time to get dirty, like Christine Aguilera said. <laughs> Enough. Come on with that old-ass reference. You know what I'm saying? Wanna <laughs> get dirty! Mm-hmm. I love that song. Yo, love it. That's my jam. Yo. Are those Mike and Ike's? Yes, uh-huh. they, they are. You want some? Kind of. But I'll, I'll go get some. No, that's no, so all. Go, yeah, go ahead. I'll go get them. Because I want some too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I was like, I'm being nosy. I just happened to look up. I was like, oh, those, oh, yeah. Those Mike and Ice? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Very inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> we are going to move it right along. <laughs> um, Y'all mad. It's okay. You wish you had Mike and Ice. You really do. You really, you really do. Um, <laughs> this just came down today. Mm. Um, Johnny Depp. Wins his case against Amber Silent. That's what I'm calling. I'm shocked. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, I am. Really? I'm very shocked. Are you really? Of course. Is it because she's a white woman? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That's exactly why I'm shocked. So, month-long case. You guys know the the the, the basis of it. Mm-hmm. She what he accused her of being domestically violent towards her <laughs> with the receipts <laughs> had the audio like. had the audio and it was nasty you guys have heard the clips that we played um so so what's the what's the um what's this win entail what does she have to do or pay or whatever so johnny Depp was actually rewarded 15 million dollars 15 million dollars in the defamation lawsuit against his ex-wife amber heard um uh, he also the jury also awarded two million dollars in comp in compens wait compensate yo why can't say this word compensation mm-hmm. Compens- compensatory damages I don't like that word uh huh yeah mm-hmm. so he he got to pay two million to her um yes mm-hmm. damages for what uh I don't know what comp I don't know what that means but oh okay yeah it's um. Does she have fifteen million dollars to pay? I don't know. Maybe them them Aquaman checks. I don't know. Aquaman wasn't that great of a movie. I don't. Want, I don't think she. I don't think she got it. Yeah. Um, child. Okay. Let me just read the whole thing. So okay. it looks like the jury found that <clears throat> the jury found that Heard defamed Depp in three separate statements, mm-hmm. um, and that Depp also defamed Heard with one statement. So the jury awarded Depp ten million in compens. What what's the word? Sorry. Compensatory. I don't yeah, damages and five million dollars in punitive damages. The jury awarded her two million in that word damages and no money in punitive uh damages. Punitive. Punitive. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm, okay. Um I don't so, know what it mean though. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um see Kim Kardashian, pay for my old school. Um <laughs> so originally Depp was going for fifty million in damages, and Heard saw a hundred million. This is this pet. This this is what we talk about. They this pettiness on fifty million. Mm-hmm. I that I'm going for hundred million, and that's like what happened. Um, and then the punitive damages in the state of Virginia are capped at three hundred fifty thousand dollars. So the judge reduced the punitive damages award to that amount. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. You told me he wasn't even there for it to hear that he won. Yep, no, he has some stuff to do. Um, so it was looking like this is how they reacted to the verdict. Her kept her eyes down in the courtroom as the verdict was read. Depp was not present in court, <laughs> but released a statement <laughs> that said, in part, the jury gave me my life back. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth. Um, speaking of the outcome, speaking the truth was something that I owed my children and to all those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing that I have finally accomplished that. Mm. Wow. Wow. Uh, Heard said she is heartbroken over the verdict. 
The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I am heartbroken that a mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. Um, what? They were literally only married for a year. <gasps> All at what? They met in 2009 on the set of their film, The Rum Diary, and were married from 2015 to 2016. They weren't even together that long. Damn. I wonder, like, because, you know, like... There's craziness. Johnny Depp is a big part of those uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And, you know, Disney, like, removed him from that because of this whole... Because their whole defamation. Because of the things that she was saying about him. And I bet you they feel goofy now. Well, and he, but he can't... He, but he can't sue Disney for removing him for... I wonder, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can he go back and sue? Be like, yeah, you played yourself, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> can he? he can, I don't know. He can sue Disney for wrongful, like, termination? I would. Oh, interesting. I would. Oh, man. This needs to be quiet because there's a lot of people that uh, really should be cuffing the roster, but we're going to be quiet on that one. Chris Pratt. Oh, wait, we can't see Jurassic World? I mean, you can see it. I really want to see it. You go, you wait, can... why we don't like Chris Pratt? Because he's annoying. Wait, hold on. I don't like him. I'm... And he's not even the hottest. He's the ugliest Chris Pratt. He's the ugliest Chris. If we're ranking the Chris in Hollywood, oh, this is going to be great for YouTube and TikTok. This is going to be great for TikTok. All right, here we go. Let me remove my thing. All right. If if we're ranking the Chris's, the Chris's in Hollywood, mm -hmm. Chris Pratt is easily at the bottom, sis. What is there to think about? Not over Chris Pine. Chris Pine is not cute. You're out of your damn mind. Mm -mm, no. Here, here it go. It goes Chris Hemsworth. Evans. Oh. Mm -hmm. Christopher, uh, Christopher Hemsworth. Christopher Jamal Evans. The American. Hemsworth. Christopher Hemsworth. Jamal Evans. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> okay, well, one and two. Obviously, we're not on the same page here. It's Hemsworth and Evans or Evans and Hemsworth, okay? Oh. Okay, those are two. One and then one A. Then you got... There's five of them, right? Uh, Chris, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt. I feel like I'm missing a Chris. I don't know. Hold I think on. that's a four that matter. Hollywood Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be like Hollywood Chris. Hollywood Chris. <laughs> oh my God. This is a thing. <laughs> yeah, what we say? Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Chris Ellsworth. Okay. There's only four of them. So Chris Pratt is at the bottom, sis. No, not over Chris. Chris Pine is, no. My rank would be Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and then Chris Pine. You're wrong. The, the, correct, the correct ranking would be Hemsworth, Evans, Pine, then Pratt. No. It doesn't matter. I'm going to put this on TikTok, and they will let me know that I am right. Post in the No, no, like... Let's be honest, Christopher Jamal Evans. Okay, listen. I, I okay, okay, fine. Look at Chris. Okay, fine. I'll, I'm a, I'll let y'all have that, right? I'll let y'all have that. Evans is at the top, then Hemsworth, but Pratt is at the bottom. Pine, Pine is not at the bottom. I'm sorry, sis. You're wrong about that. I don't. I never saw Chris Pine. First of all, I don't think I've ever seen like a good Chris Pine movie. Like, have you seen the first Wonder Woman movie? I did. I fell asleep. Um, so you didn't see it. I saw most of it. I wasn't. The best, the first one was the best one. It doesn't matter. I'm right. 
No. The internet's going to agree with me, sis. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move forward here. It's just like when they agreed that Coca-Cola is the better the, soda over Pepsi. No, now that I, I I agree with you. Pepsi mm-hmm. is the better. No, no. Coke is the better. We did this already. <laughs> we did this already. Everyone loves Coke over Pepsi. Every, everyone. The only reason only only reason people like Coke over Pepsi is because Coke is good for mixing drinks. But if you want a, a, a very refreshing uh, Coke drink, you're going to drink Pepsi. So you want a Coke drink and you're going to drink Pepsi. It's called Pepsi. A cola. I'm sorry. A cola. If you want a nice cola, you drink Pepsi. People are only buying Coke to make drinks. Anyway, <laughs> Monique has things to say <laughs> this what? past weekend. Sure. Um. So here is the details on this, because me and my mom talked about this for a hot little minute, too. So there was a, I don't know what state this was in. Was it Illinois or Detroit? It was Detroit. It was Detroit. Mm -hmm. Of course it was in Detroit. Okay, right. (laughs) The D. Giving giving Detroit vibes. Yes, very much so. So they're on tour. Were they on tour together? Some type of some type of comedy, old school comedy thing. Yes, this is why I hadn't heard I hadn't heard anything about this yeah. until my mom called me and told me about it. So they're on they were on some old school comedy tour or whatever. And um, right when I think Monique was supposed to go out or something like that, they're telling her that DL is actually the headliner mm-hmm. and she's not, so she'll be going on before him. Um, Monique, I guess they got like got into a backstage deal, said some words to her. Monique said some words to him. Mm. And sis was obviously and heavily pissed about it. Very much so. I'm going to play this clip and then we can get into that too. You have to understand about me. I ain't for that Hollywood bullshit. If you cross the motherfucking line, Oprah, if you cross the motherfucking line, Tyler, I'm gonna see you cool, motherfucker. Come on, the cold train, nigga. So online to Instagram, where things are always hashed out professionally. Yeah, proper, proper setting. <laughs> proper 
exactly. Um, D.L. Hughley made a comment, a post about it, showing his contract with certain things. Let's see if I can find Certain things is. etched out. And his part of the contract does say for, in fact, that he was supposed to be the headliner. It was supposed to be him closing, and then before him would be Monique, and then some other comedian, Ada Rodriguez or something like that. Now, apparently, um, Monique also posted and said that her contract also said that she was supposed to be the headliner. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to. Um... So, I'm yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Is Monique on Instagram? Monique is on Instagram, right? Let's see. Now, did she? Oh. Okay, so here is her contract as well. Let's see. Let's see. Sorry, you guys. Yeah, it looks just like. She got the run, the list rundown, like the show rundown. And yeah, everything. so does he. So look, so wait, so let's see. Go back to that thing. This right. Hmm. So so somebody messed up here. Mm-hmm. This is the promoter's problem. This is the promoter's problem because this show schedule here is different than what is here. See this? Yeah. And on this C. Engagement. And it says artists to be paid, artists to be highest paid, artists to be the highest paid artist in the show. Mm-hmm. The approval, yeah. Hey. And then look, it says D.O. Hughley closing. Okay, let's see what her says. Her says she also says engagement purchaser hereby engages talent and hereby accepts such engagement to perform one hour and thirty minutes to forty five minute concert show. Engagement talent shall be the headliner of the show. And the closing talent for the show, of which talent shall not perform later than one hour. So this is obviously a promoter issue. Yeah, they both was getting played. Yes. So, and this this got really messy because D.L. Hughley, like in his post, he you know he basically was like you know he was like I you know I, I took a chance working with you you know but I should have known because you know Oprah said something about you. Lee Daniel said something about you. Steve Harvey has said something about you. And apparently they weren't wrong. It's you. Was all, you, you were always the problem. Mm. Which, that took it to a whole nother level, if you ask me. Yeah. That's really nasty. I mean, hmm. <laughs> what? First of all, I would have been pissed if I was an audience. I would have been like, where are the jokes? Oh, she was joking. Where are the jokes? She, Nobody cares about none of this. Like, can can we can we get a you know skinny bitches don't matter types? Of, like, we need something. I don't know, sis. I think it would have been the audience enjoying the mess. I but this that's this if I'm here for a comedy show, I'm not trying to hear you per, your personal rants about your beef with another king of comedy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I mean, on the flip side, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. When it comes to Monique, it's 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 kind of a wishy washy topic for me because it's like. To D.L. Hughley's point, oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I'm 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 a more I'm more of a Monique fan than I am a D.L. Hughley fan. I never. I mean, D.L. Hughley had his moments, <clears throat> um, but is he headliner worthy? No. All right. Me me personally, no. I don't. There's a reason why he was the first act on the Kings of Comedy. Um, Purr. You know what I mean? So. Uh, 
don't, I don't really know what to say about this because it's just <clears> like, <throat> I, I mean, I hear you, sis. You know what I mean? It's I hear just, you. It's, it's weird. But also, like, I don't know. I think I'm looking at this, like, in a different lens of, like, just being a black woman and mm-hmm. being in the industry. And Monique has been having, so Monique gets this reputation because she voices her opinions. And when yeah. somebody fucks up, she says it. Right. And it's unfortunate that she's getting stereotyped as, like, this angry black woman yeah. who's very difficult to deal with. Because even if we go back to the precious thing or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at what she wanted to ask for. And, and like y'all weren't paying her for that. Like y'all weren't paying her to, to, to do promo or whatever. And I think she's like, she's weird. I, that doesn't make sense to me. Exactly. But it's, it's like, you know, she, if, even if she, like, listen, even if she doesn't say anything, she'll always be looked at like as this yeah. person. Right. Yeah. So why not say the things that you need to say to, to be res- respected? And she needs to, and unfortunately, she has to keep fighting for respect in the industry as a black woman who is also outspoken about the things that happen to her. Mm-hmm. So, I hear what you're saying yeah. about like DL have DL having the point, but also I am also making sure that I'm listening to what she's saying about people treating her wrong and doing her wrong. True. You know, so I would have loved to be in the audience to see that mess. I love mess. I would have been so confused. Like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> well, what she, is- well, she, I guess, you know, we only see clips of it, but yeah, I'm guessing she probably went into more detail of like what was going on. It's definitely promoted things. I'll be honest. Like you put in Monique and Dio Hughley. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Like it's either one, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and I, I, do, I feel like, like, would you, would you put Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer? Yeah, as headliners, yeah. or would you put hell? Would you would you put <clears throat> Kevin Hart and? Mm-hmm. I feel like them two need to talk it out, and, and clearly they do, and they also need to talk to the promoters because that mm. that's who messed it up, or whoever made the contracts or whatever. Like y'all, what and y'all's y'all's entertainment companies or whatever, yeah. obviously obviously weren't in the same like yeah lane with and each y'all, other. Y'all management too. Yes. Been, uh-uh. Yeah. We need to go through these things with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. But there needs to be a talk between them. Um, yeah. About that. For y'all to be so, you know, like she was saying, 30 years in the industry, it would have been like, okay, you want to be the headliner? Go ahead. Like it shouldn't even have been, you know what I mean? An issue. Like y'all, y'all are both, but I, th- I think I think DL was probably saying some stuff backstage that probably got mm-hmm. her riled up. She was, <laughs> yeah, maybe she's from DC, okay, yeah, and not this new DC. We talking she's old from Baltimore, okay, okay. We talking exactly. We talking old school Baltimore, old school DC. Like, child. I don't know, child. Let's get a red one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fucking need Mike and Ike's up. We don't usually eat on air, but um, we we're changing it up. I didn't get a red one. That's all right. Whatever. All right. Something interesting that came across the timeline. Nine army bases are to be getting a name change. Mm. They are changing a lot of the names of some of these army bases who were named after some racist people. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to show you this clip, and then we can get into what it is all about. 
places are saying goodbye to their Confederate-related names, and now we know what those names will be changed to. I'll tell you what the suggestions are in a second, but first, why is it happening? I told you in several videos back in 2020 that Congress passed a law requiring several Army bases to change their names. A naming commission was appointed. That commission visited Army installations across the country, held listening sessions with military commanders and community leaders, 34,000 public comments were collected, and then the commission narrowed those comments and suggestions down to the final ones I'm going to share with you in a second. Those suggestions will be presented to Congress in a final report in October of 2022. Now to the possible names. Fort Benning, Georgia will likely become Fort Moore, named in commemoration of Lieutenant General Hal Moore and Julia Moore. Fort Bragg, North Carolina will likely become Fort Liberty, named in commemoration of the American value of liberty. Fort Gordon, Georgia will likely become Fort Eisenhower, named in commemoration of Army General and former President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Fort A.P. Hill, Virginia will likely become Fort Walker, named in commemoration of Dr. Mary Edwards Walker. Fort Hood, Texas will likely become Fort Cavazos, in commemoration of General Richard Cavazos. Fort Lee in Virginia will likely become Fort Greg Adams, in commemoration of Lieutenant General Arthur J. Gregg and Lieutenant Colonel Charity Adams. Fort Pickett, Virginia, will likely become Fort Barfoot in commemoration of Tech Sergeant Van T. Barfoot. Fort Polk, Louisiana, will likely become Fort Johnson in commemoration of Sergeant William Henry Johnson. And Fort Rucker, Alabama, will likely become Fort Novacell in commemoration of CW4 Michael J. Novacell Sr. If you want to read more about each of these people and why they were selected, I put the link to all of their bios on my website. Nine Army bases are saying goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like it. Um, but is the behavior on these army bases going to change? Now you know, girl. Are women going to keep being, you know, disappearing? Mm-hmm. Are women mm-hmm. going to stop being raped by their high-ranking officers? Um, are men also viciously attacked? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like cool. The names, that's great, great. Yeah. Uh, but. Once that gate closes and that sign is changed, I need the behaviors to change as well. So, well, I, I don't know. I'm being, I, I, yeah, and I'm dragging it, but it's okay. I mean, that's just how I feel. I do find like the military to probably be a, a, a hotbed for toxic masculinity. Yeah. So I can understand what you're saying, but I do like the representation that was brought up in terms of the name changes. Yeah. We see some women being represented, some black people, mm-hmm. some Latinos. It looks like as well. Um, so that's good. I mean, one step at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. feel like if an army official, like, all right, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> like, we're still adapting to uh, name change. Okay, like, right. Stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Calm down. Exactly. So calm down. I wonder. I am interested to know, like, what are some of the like people who are like, what? I can't believe they would be changing the name. It's. A, yeah. And it's like, what is like that? Shouldn't be a conversation. Like, oh my God, Fort Bragg, that was my great, 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 great. Okay, cool. you never know. You need. You see how they be defending that um Confederate flag? Child. Talking about it's heritage, not hate. Your heritage is hate, boo. I mean, like, <laughs> your heritage is hateful. Sorry. Why would you want to? <laughs> what? You are hateful. You and you, you and your papa are hateful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, last thing on the list, y'all. 
there is going to be a new African American museum to be opened up in Charleston, South Carolina. Yes. Finally, a reason to go to South Carolina. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. Like, I'm trying to find the uh, the link real quick. Yeah. I um, I love it. I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? You know, you know, Black history is so emotional. Yes. So, and which, and when you were explaining it to me, I was like, I don't know. But go ahead. Have you been to the the in DC? Yeah, but I had we we had like later in the day tickets, so we mm. didn't get to spend time. So I do want to go back and make sure I because I, I very emotional. Yeah, we we did the first and second floor, I think. And then I, I think we skipped up to the, the music floor, you know, or whatnot. It was a certain floor I couldn't I couldn't handle. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, don't, I, don't, I just... Okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, first of all, this is really interesting. So, it's opening in Charleston because that is where the slave... Tra- some of the most prolific slave trading ports in the U.S. were. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Really? I, I didn't know that, that Charleston mm. was like... Oh, yeah. That was where they was coming through. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it will open the weekend of January 21st, 2023. Um, and it's looking like... I think that would be like MLK weekend. So... Um, 150,000 square foot facility will be at the former site of the Gadsden Wharf, about a mile from City Hall is where, so Gadsden Wharf is where slave ships docked for years and unloaded at least 100,000 slaves. Up to 800 enslaved Africans quarantined there died during the cold winter of 1807 and were unceremoniously thrown into a mass grave nearby. Um... And this is who um, Tanya Ma- uh, Matthews, who is the museum's president and CEO, she said, committed reckoning with history is a necessary stop on the road to healing and reconciliation. Um, yeah. It will have nine exhibit galleries and an African ancestors memorial garden on the ground floor that will clear w- that will have a clear view of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Have you ever been to like... Wow. Like a, like a, okay, so I, 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 this is how I'm explaining it. I, Naomi had, like, this was a couple years ago. She had, a, we all went to, like, South Carolina or whatever, and mm-hmm. I had to come a little bit later or whatever. And I think it was, I don't know if it was in Charleston or whatever, but, like, as I got, like, closer to, like, like into, like, the city that we were at, like, mm-hmm. I could feel, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't like the feeling that I was having. Yeah. And it felt like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't even know if I'm explaining no. it, explaining it right. And that's like, I want to go, but that's what I'm think. That's what I'm thinking about. And then that's what I think about with that other one that's in Alabama. Oh, the Lynching Museum. I yes. Wanna, I want to go there. Yeah. Too. And have you, have you, um, what's the, not, I don't know if it's a museum, but the one that's in Ghana where it's like. Yes. I where where about. they show you the point of no return where the slaves are actually leaving. Like and you see like the people who Ooh, go and visit. Talking about it. Yes, gotta... you go and you see the people who go and visit, and they like get to stand in the spaces that the same slaves were in. You and you see them like be so emotional. Like I don't know if I can handle that. Like I, when when we went to the museum in DC, mm-hmm. so everybody knows I'm a big you know African American history buff. So like something stuff like this excites me. Mm-hmm. I was like so just reading a headline, I learned something. I was like, yeah, what? And you get on the museum, you get to the museum and you go to this elevator, they call it like the time machine. Yes. And I will never forget when the tour guide, when he told us about what we were getting ready to experience 
And then when he talked about how Emmett Till's actual casket, Simone had to grab my hand because I was like, <gasps> mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's it's a feeling. It's just, oh, it's, such, it's just, it's yeah. such a feeling, but it's an amazing feeling because going from the bottom to the top, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like with music and seeing Michelle Obama's inauguration mm-hmm. gown and Oprah's couch and all this stuff you like. Yeah. We've come a freaking long way and I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned if I let anybody steal that type of joy from us. Right. Because this is just... So shout outs to them for actually continuing. Like, okay, yeah, we got DC. We got the Lynching Museum. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I just... I, I'm I don't trying know. to do that thing we talk about. With the... Oh, we'll talk about that off the air. Absolutely. Because I... Would love that. I will prepare myself for that kind of emotion. But I know that when I was in and I was driving through South Carolina and going to go visit Naomi, like my, it felt like maybe my ancestors had been there mm-hmm. and I could feel it in my stomach. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> my, my father's mother is buried in Allendale, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And never had been except for one time. And we went, when I say it's Allendale, Allendale. Very, very small town. Mm-hmm. We went to the funeral home because my dad had, I don't know what he had, he had did some research and did what he needed to do. When I say she is literally buried, it's like a back road. Oh, wow. It was a little, like, we was like, yo, where mm-hmm. are we going? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To the point where even when we finally finished, like, yo, we hungry. This is how black it is and how small it is. Mm-hmm. Most people are like, oh, there's a McDonald's. This. He took us to a gas station that had a restaurant. Yes. But I loved every second of it. Uh-huh. My, you know, my mom was like, mm, me and my dad was like, uh, let's get the, uh, <laughs> you got some legs back there? Right. What you got? <laughs> Did y'all fry some chicken or what? Put some gravy on that rice. Right. Like, shoot. Because you could tell with somebody, auntie and uncle back there mm-hmm. frying some, yeah, yeah, let's get one of those. <laughs> I'm weak. You hungry? You hungry? I'm shoot. weak. But I, I get what you feel. It yeah. was just like when it was like, yo, like who was back here? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, it was like in the pit of my stomach. If you have never experienced like any of the African American um, museums, especially like as a black person, I really a mm. black American or African American, I really feel like you should go and experience it. The one in DC is free, mm-hmm. um, and and just kind of understand, you know, where where your history starts, where how we got here, where we came from is so important. It's very imperative to know where we came from so we can kind of understand better to know where to go yeah. forward. So Even right here in Charlotte, like, please visit the Harvey Gantt, the yeah. Harvey Gantt Museum. There's so much art mm-hmm. that tells a story in there. Um, I mean, recent stories, mm-hmm. old stories. Like, utilize, mm-hmm. utilize the museums, like, right here. Yeah. Um, if you're in Greensboro, go visit the Woolworth the Wool, the Woolworth counter. The yeah. Woolworth counter. Yeah, yeah. Go shoot. Just go visit A and C's reflection pool. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. bullet holes is right there. They are right there. That's craziness. Mm-hmm. So, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sis. We was really, we really, <laughs> we really would just be walking past that like every day going to class. Just some like very very important Black history. Just walking past it every day. Right. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like we already knew that, but it's like to actually like think about it. Like, bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Whoo. That's it, you guys. That is it for this week's episode. That's 
That's it. That's all we got for you. That's all we got for you. Like I said, there will not there will not be an episode. Do we have any new comments? I'm a look. Let's let's see if I played myself at the at the top of this show. Let's see. Oh no, I'm so scared. Oh no, did I play myself? No, you did not. <gasps> and we also got a comment yesterday on in our Facebook from someone else on our Facebook that I sent to you. Oh yes, yes. So go ahead, read that. Okay, this one's from our girl Lakita B. Hey, Lakita, what up, girl? This week's episode was much needed. It's been a heavy week, and the world ain't trying to lighten up on our uteruses on our or next. I appreciate y'all for presenting heavy news and still managed to give us the much-needed laughter in between. Love you, Quita girl. We love you. Quita's a, a TED Talk finalist. Oh, and yeah. an author. And an author. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah, you know, so, you know, just light work. You know. Light work. I want... These are circles we roll in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Ted Talks, Arthur's. You know, just, you know, something, something, something yeah. slight. Nothing crazy. So this one's from Jasmine on our Facebook page. She wrote, first, let me say I love this podcast. I saw y'all first on TikTok when y'all went viral with the racist guy running for office. Um, Who y'all let win. Mm, she said, yo, Saban is a hater. As a Jacksonian and HBCU, HBCU alum to Galoo College, I'm ready to see HBCUs back on top in NCAA football and became and become top recruits in the NFL again. There used to be a golden age when they were. It's time to bring it back. Keep doing what y'all doing, Queens. Oh, Jasmine. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, girl. That's all we ask. That's all we, That's ask. All we ask. That's all we ask. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Good. Queen did it. Jasmine did it. Yeah. It, it could have been you, but you didn't do it still. Yeah. Now what? Like, now what? What's the reason? Exactly. Um, with that being said... <laughs> Please be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Twitter at Head Pod. We're on Instagram at Head Wraps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Listen, apparently Mark Zuckerberg don't know what he want to do because you can still listen to the episodes up yeah. there. I don't. Nobody knows. They, I heard it was taken away, but I don't know, girl. Um, we are on, go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com, where you can get crew necks and t-shirts like the ones we're wearing. This, is this oh, yeah. still available? Yes, it is. Yes. I like yours better. I need that one. Okay, I'll make yours. Um, Kodak and t-shirts are for sale, but not on sale. Yeah. The cash app is in the bio. You spent worse money on you spent money on worse things. You might as well right. donate some cash Bad to us. Brunches, something. The summertime. Yes. Rooftop brunches. Y'all can you know Temple Run. Get you a t-shirt so that you can wear it to the brunch. Wait, Temple Run. It used to cost you buy it. Candy Crush. Okay. We know you're spending money in Candy Crush. I was like, tell me where you used to cost? You could buy, like, extra stuff in here. You could buy, yeah. No, no, I would just run it. Yeah, no. Yeah, but we know. Not us pocket watching. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> please be sure we are uh, to listen to us. We are on a bunch of streaming platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, you leave five stars like Quita and Jasmine, and you leave a review, it gets read on the air. And that's it. That's it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's it. All right, sis. That's it. What's your joke? Okay. Here's my joke. Why can't Jesus wear any necklaces? Why? Because he breaks every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You know what? I'm glad there's not going to be an episode next week <laughs> because I need a break from these jokes. We will see y'all in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Tragic. Get it?
Yes, we got it. We got it.